2: who supply you and help keep you informed are struggling with level 3 restrictions here in Limerick and we have uh, good friends of the show, Mick Dolan from Dolan's in Limerick just down the road from us on the dock road here in the city, Louise Donlan who's director of the Lime Tree Theatre and the Bell Table and the CEO of the Convenience Stores and News Agents Association, Vincent Jennings uh, to talk to us a bit about all of this and you're all very welcome Uh, Mick uh, it's uh, only a couple of weeks ago we were uh, chatting to you and Valerie, and you had all these great plans uh, about uh, gigs that you wanted to hold and had organised. And here we go again because you're in level three restrictions here in Limerick.
3: Yeah, I think we're in a bit more than level three in our business anyway, Joe. But but I think um, like we did a huge amount of effort to make everybody safe, to do everything right, and we did everything right. We were up since July. Uh, with no issues, and I think everybody was comfortable and happy with what was going on. We had a lot of gigs, we had gigs uh, uh, the weekend, the last again, weekend gone, and uh, huge success, no problems. And then this week, and again. So we just brought people back into the business again people we want to give, people, you know, local people here who have mortgages, who, you know, who who, who need money to go on with, and then bang, they they're off for a week and back. On the, on, on the COVID payment again you know it's just heartbreaking yeah know? it
2: must be I mean it must be not only soul yeah. destroying for you but for them for for your team there
3: it's a team really you know because like we've worked together for so long we've built up what what, what Dolan's have built up over the years is to do it the whole team the whole team spirit and now we feel like we push as much as we can to get as, as many people back as we can and now we're back to square one again you know which is unfortunate but look that's what we have to deal with, you know. So, so look, the gigs aren't uh, cancelled or rescheduled, Joe. So that's the good thing. The artists have already agreed to reschedule them. So as soon as this this uh, period passes, so you know that's a good sign, you know.
2: And Mick, what's the process then? You know, for the gigs that you had organised um, in terms of obviously talking to the artists, but but clearly then uh, the punters who'd paid. Sorry, what do you mean, Joe? What's the process that you've had to put in place now because you? Oh, had sorry, to we,
3: we spent we spent four hours getting two meters between each each uh, each pod. We had a pod of four four people right across the warehouse. So the warehouse only holded 80, 80 odd people upstairs and downstairs, and there was two meters between them all. We had security outside. We had everything labelled outside with two meters uh, going in. We had uh, everybody had to wear a mask going in. Mask going to the toilets. We had one way in. One way out. We had a, a team to bring people to their seats. We had an app that people, if they wanted a drink, they put it into the bar. They came out. There was no cash. It was all done online. So it was a really great system. Yeah. and We just had the system right, John closed.
2: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, and so you you you, you 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 contacted those who bought tickets for upcoming gigs, did you?
3: Yeah, we just we just let them know that it's been rescheduled so we're just waiting for the dates see when we're open again and we've re- rescheduled the dates again so i think people are happy uh, happy with that So i still I chose Joe, top artist in a in a venue like Dolans and um, with that amount of people and it does create an atmosphere we've had the gigs we know it work so we're really happy with that so with the effort we've put in has worked and it's, it's successful even with that amount of people. Obviously, there's not money for, you know, there's no big money for anybody, but at least it keeps the industry alive and keeps, like, all the people that work for us, we're devastated that their mortgage, you can't pay the mortgages, you can't go on. And that's that's the biggest thing for us. I
2: know,
3: I know. It's a clean thing, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, the other point we were talking about in the last hour that the 14 day incidence rate for Limerick as of last night is 167 per 100,000, you know, which is very high compared to even where it was two or three weeks ago. How worried would you be that we'll not only end up in level three for a while, but could be higher restrictions? Well,
3: we, we don't know. I, I think with the university's closed now and people have gone back, I mean, there was an awful lot of influx of people in from all around once the university opened, opened. But that was a difficulty, I think, you know?
2: Right, so the fact that they've gone online, in essence, now they've been doing that for a while, of course, yeah. you think could be of some help?
3: I think so yeah well first years are around town from the week before opening so they. I think they've gone back home I presume so it's yeah so that will help I think you know
2: Yeah, We're chatting to Mick Dolan from uh, Dolan's Warehouse here in Limerick Louise Donlan who is director of the Lime Tree Theatre and the Bell Table and the CEO of the Convenience Stores and News Agents Association Vincent Jennings all with us um, Louise uh, where are you right now what's, what's happening with both the Bell Table and the Lime Tree Well
1: we've been of the Bula Bus Children's Festival, Joe, um, we had uh, we had a, a small number of live shows, and the rest was online. So obviously, we, we got actually we did get one live show up and running. It was on Sunday, the fourth of October, uh, and it was the, it was uh, so fantastic to have real life people. Uh, that wasn't the staff in the venue on Sunday and the families turned up and they were absolutely... it, It was great to hear their response. They were so delighted to be back. Really were looking forward to the shows and they loved it which was really, you know, it was very positive And, it, you know, even being able to do that is, 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 was such a boost for, for the morale. But then the following day was when uh, everything was um, shut down again. So we had to, or we moved up to level three. So all our live shows uh, had to go. We, we were ordered to close. Um,
2: uh, so and, and have you done what Mick has done, rescheduled?
1: Uh, we can't we can't the two shows that we had live well obviously one but but not we can't because um, these are all part of part would have been um, nationwide tours you know actors and, and dancers it was a dance show that we had they're just simply not able to lift up and move on to another date and so it had to be cancelled and we had to refund anybody who had bought tickets
2: I mean yeah. Louise you must be tearing your hair out at this stage um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't much here left, Joe. <laughs> um uh, yeah, it's it's um well well, well we I suppose we Purposely, we can't program a huge amount of live work because I suppose we, because of the uncertainty, and uh, particularly with theatre, it takes so long to get a tour put in place, to rehearse, to you know, so, so that if if you know, if even if we were to be open tomorrow and somebody offered us something next, or we we were able to go to a and company and say we, we could do something next week or in two weeks' time, that's not enough time for them. So they need a much longer lead-in. And that's where, the, that's where the, the problem comes for us. Um, we, you can't just turn this out, you know. Um, like, like, I'm not saying it would be easier for a musician, but at least if a band are able to rehearse, uh, even in a in a lockdown situation, they can they can pretty much come together and do a gig, maybe in with twenty four forty eight hours notice. A theatre company can't do that, or or where there's a whole number of people having to rehearsing for for a long time. So so when we were planning for Boulevard we we had to take that into account, and that's why we limited the live shows. But we had we've over twelve or I think twelve or fifteen events that are actually online and they're still streaming and um, at right now in fact the, these three days, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday we, we had a, a, a joint uh, initiative with Music Generation um, and they have done a whole pile of concerts which they recorded in the bell table about three weeks ago um, and then interactive live workshops that are actually being beamed right as we speak into classrooms in, 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 uh, in schools all around Limerick City and County because the schools now have that technology. We're able to stream what, um, what Music Generation prepared for it included uh, Murley and uh, Denise Tyler were involved in all of that. So it's fantastic, great buzz on that and, and, and there's a whole pile of schools right. who, have, who, are, who are watching this online so that's where that's our, our solution. Okay. We can do some stuff okay. online, but it's not okay. the same.
2: You know. All right. Um, Vincent Jennings, uh, CEO of the Convenience Stores and News Agents Association. I, I know, Vincent, uh, that uh, you, you actually got in touch with us, and it was because we were talking yesterday about that uh, horrible situation where um, uh, a, a young woman who was uh, working um, for um, a shopping outlet um, was asking somebody, yeah. please put on your mask. Um, it's compulsory in here. And the individual went ballistic. Um, at her and um, started talking about uh, rights and, um, you know, um, constitution and, and all sorts of stuff. Um, and I, I know you wanted to remark on that.
0: Thanks, so, Joe. Yeah. If I might just, um, for start, just talk about level three and how it affects Canadian stores and, and forecourts and the like. Because though we have been open for seven months because we're providing an essential service and has not actually been closed. Us from selling products in so in store and, and people having you know cups of coffee and being fed inside in the store, so it does affect us as well. But with relation to.
2: line is unfortunately bumping around there for us, Vincent. I don't know if we can move. So it's, you know, no. It's not, yeah, you, yeah, just about now. Okay, we'll can right, okay, um, so, no, we try again? No. It's unfortunate now. No, I don't know. It was working right. fine there, and now it's 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 fading okay. in and out on me. Okay. Can okay. we try again? Right. right. Okay. I, 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 can, can we just see if we can get to the nub of what we wanted to talk to us okay. about the face? Yes. Yeah. But you know what we're going to try, Vincent? We'll try okay. and bring you back one, one more time yeah. and see, because I yeah. do want to talk to you about this. So Anne-Marie will see if she can uh, if she can get you back on uh, the line. Uh, uh, Mick, uh, one thing I know that a lot of artists McDolan, were doing was busking because, you know, they need to try and get out there, um, spread the word about their, their music or whatever they were doing and, and maybe make a few quid um, along the way. And of course, we're, we're going into the winter now. I mean, that was maybe a bit more possible across the summer. So it's really difficult without venues, isn't it, Mick?
3: Oh, absolutely um it, uh but it, look, it's, it's venues and musicians work together all the time and that, that's you know that's the, the hub of it you know that's that's what makes the whole thing uh yeah. work and I think I think um band like
2: bands ah, gee, what is what is going on with these lines sorry I mean, now you're now you're breaking up with me <laughs> okay can you hear me now a bit better now yeah Okay, so, so
3: like bands, bands, rehearse. Bands can't go in after twenty-four hours and go and do a gig either. You know, they have to rehearse. They they put a huge amount of work into into any gig that they're doing. Doesn't just doesn't just happen. You know, so I I, I think they have to be match fit, ready to go when a gig happens. Otherwise, it doesn't work for them either. You know, they're not happy with it. The punters aren't happy with it. You know, of course, of so course. I, I think it's the same across all the arts. You know.
2: Yeah. And Louise Donlan, I mean, what do you expect in the budget that's coming up in a couple of hours? How important is it?
1: It is very important, um, uh, you know, because <laughs> they, 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 the government have given some funding towards the live music industry. There's five million announced there back in September. And then the Arts Council also got an emergency stabilisation fund during the summer. But that's only up to December the 31st. 2020. All of us know that this is not going to finish on the, 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 at the end of the year, and that we're we're going to be dealing with this for quite some time to come. So we're very hopeful that uh, the budget will have some kind of uh, support for the industry because it, it is worth remembering that you you know we are in in level three. The venues are the ones we're we're being. It's not like we can have uh, we can open if you're 15 or if you're small. We're actually ordered to close, and so. You know, we just simply can't do. We can't operate. We can't run our businesses. So there, you know, there has to be support put put in place um, for that. But I, I just to come back to the rehearsal thing. I don't at all mean to say that bands don't have to rehearse as much as the theatre. That's not at all what I was saying. It's more about. Um, in terms of planning, it, it just takes an awful long time uh, for, for you know, because it looks like we have some shows scheduled for November. And even though November isn't in uh, currently the level three situation, it's very unlikely they'll be able to go ahead because they won't, they currently can't get together to rehearse. and
2: that's the idea okay Um, uh, I just want to try have one more cut with Vincent Jennings to see if we can get him Uh, Vincent on this issue of uh, staff being abused when they ask somebody to wear masks when it's mandatory to do so sure thanks Joe uh, yeah. No, it,
0: it is most important that the Department of Health revise the regulations because that's where the, the core of the problem is. Somebody's suggesting that they have a constitutional right, that's lunacy. But there is, unfortunately, in the instruments that are, that, that cover the regulations, they're providing for people who claim to have. Extreme distress, wearing a mask uh, that they that they are uh, uh, taken away from for, from needing to wear. Them. That's lunacy. Uh, there, there most certainly should be a provision for people who have a physical or mental condition, and for those under a certain age. But people who self-certify by the virtue of the fact that they claim to have extreme distress, that is not proper and right. Because that's where people stand up, and we're having on a daily basis. We're having two and three incidents every day in many many stores throughout the country. It's time to stop it because we all have be in this together. The department. And to
2: be clear now, Vincent, is it your view then that what should happen in that situation is you have a simple choice. You go home and shop online rather than enter the store if you say that it's too distressing for you to wear a mask?
0: No, that's their choice, but it, they, they don't come into our store. They don't have a right to come along and, and, and suggest that everybody else, staff and, and customers and suppliers, have to be subjected to the potential of being infected as a result of yeah. them seeking for it. There's a balancing in society, right. and they're trying to,
2: to, to play But what, what do you do when, you know, often young staff are being abused, as was um, mentioned yesterday on the show? Yeah.
0: Well, the only people who can, who can enforce the, the regulations are the Gardaí. And it may seem to be over the top to have to call the Gardaí for something like that. But it is a public order offence if people are being abusive. I mean, that, that, that isn't acceptable in any society that people are being abusive and threatening. And it has come to the stage where where customers themselves have taken on other customers and there have been full-scale punch-ups inside the stores.
2: Right. Um, One other thing, because you're representing the News Agents Association as well, will there be newspapers left, you think, for news agents to sell? Why would that be? Well, because of the problems that the industry is having.
0: Ah, well, now, <laughs> the industry very clearly needs the print because the value that they're receiving um, is, is only given by print. Um, there are literally quarter of a million papers sold every day in the Republic of Ireland. Um, without that, the online would not pay... The, no, the, the I, I don't mean just
2: online. online. I mean, actually, the, the, there is an existential threat, isn't there, are oh, a lot of newspaper th- titles?
0: There is, there is, but th- the truth of the matter is, Without the printed paper, there wouldn't be the online because there isn't enough money coming through. They can't monetize the online because it is so inexpensive. The offerings that they're making, they have to get the one fifty and the two euro and the two fifty for the newspapers because the offering that they're giving them, fourteen fifty cent is not actually going to pay the way. But pay, if the people, pay the people who advertise the voters, in
2: their papers are not there to advertise, because yeah, but those
0: people, in, those advertisers are not are not. Migrating to the to the to the uh, to the click because they realise that people's attention span will not—they'll just swipe away from it print is the best place for people to advertise in the in, in,
3: in No, the I
2: media. get that. No, I, I think, sorry, maybe I'm not explaining myself correctly. What I'm saying is that the huge, massive pressure on our economy, continuing yeah. across the winter, is putting massive pressure on media, including newspapers, to get sales revenues are, in. Sales, sales of magazines
0: and newspapers are actually up, Joe. Ah, they maybe are, them. but, but they what's,
2: are. The, what's the percentage difference uh, between, let's say, what is advertised in a, a national paper every morning and what they're getting uh, on the street? The percentage difference. Yeah, well, I mean, which is bigger?
0: Oh, uh, most certainly, the advertising is still the main click into 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 the into the, uh, into the newspaper industry.
2: Which is which is where I'm where I'm coming from here. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm actually talking about the pressure on the newspaper business. I'm not having fun at you. I'm actually agreeing no, 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 with you.
0: No, I no, mean, I mean, I I mean, we're not, we're not, the publishers. I mean, we're, we I know. I understand not, the that, Vincent. The Come on, no. but I know. The, 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 the product, the product is an important product. It's important sociologically. It's important from 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 maintaining societal needs. And newspapers are around, and they will be around. And they and they will be for, for, for a lengthy period of time, not because the newspapers necessarily want to have print. They would much prefer to go digital, but they can't monetize. They can't get people to actually buy into that. And pe- by people, I'm talking about advertising.
2: Well, well, all, all I can say to you is because we know it here very very well in our business, in the radio industry generally, and from what I'm talking to people in the newspaper business as well, there is massive pressure on the industry. Massive. Of course, there is.
0: absolutely. We,
2: we thrive yes. on pressure. We thrive on well, Fair play to you, Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll say. Thanks very much. Uh, that's uh, Vincent Jennings their CEO of the Convenience Stores and the News Agents Association. And thank you also to Mick Dolan from Dolan's Warehouse in Limerick and Louise Donlan, Manager of the Lime Tree Theatre and the Bell Table. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on
0: Live 95.
1: Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.